Welcome to Education Beat. I'm Ann Vasquez, Executive Director at EdSource. A growing body of research shows that Black students who have at least one Black teacher growing up are more likely to graduate high school and enroll in college than those who don't. California, despite its size and its might, remains behind. Teacher Michael Oba says finding common ground is important. He was able to break down and tell me what he was going through at that very moment because he looked like me and I looked like him. And I was able to like talk to the school counselors and then they were able to talk to him about the incident or the issues that he was facing. Some California school districts are adopting teacher pipeline programs to prepare more black teachers. Districts are also making efforts to retain them. How is the state growing its black teaching force to create better experiences for black students to learn? Here is this week's Education Beat with host Zadie Stabley. Michael Oba was a high school teacher for five years in his home country of Ghana before immigrating to the United States in 2001. In San Francisco, he started working in accounting. But he didn't feel like the job totally fit him. And he kept hearing about the need for more black teachers. There were shortage of teachers in terms of representation. They needed teachers of color to teach and help students see themselves in, the, in, in place of position. Their children are struggling, their families are struggling to be able to um, get good jobs because of lack of teachers that look like them, to like inspire them to be at school, to know their situation, understand their story, their history, to be able to like impact their learning process. Michael thought back to his own experience as a teacher in Ghana. He remembered how happy it made him to be in a position to inspire kids. I think all of those things collided together, like came together to like give me that, um, that nudge to get into teaching. So I responded to it. Um, by doing that, I joined a group here uh, at OUSD Teacher Residency Program. Now, Michael is a biology teacher at Oakland's Met West High School. He says he can relate to a lot of students, especially students of color and those who have experienced poverty because of his own past. Going to school, sitting in the classroom, be, being hungry, I, I knew how that felt. So with my story, with my unique story, telling them that I also went to, uh, uh, to school hungry sometimes, once they get to know that, I think they are able to connect with you. They are likely to share their stories with you. I think the, the shared history of commun commonality, I think, creates some sort of bond out there that makes me feel like I can connect with students of color in my school. This is Education Beat, getting to the heart of California schools. I'm Zadie Stavely. This week, recruiting and retaining more Black teachers. My colleague Ali Tadion wrote about this issue for EdSource. Hi, Ali. Hi, Zadie. So, Ali, tell me more about this issue. So, first of all, why is it important to have more Black teachers? Well, uh, there's been an ongoing shortage, both nationwide and in the state, of Black teachers. And, you know, there's been a lot of research in recent years that show that uh, having Black teachers is not only a benefit to, specifically to Black students, but to all students. There's a growing body of research that shows that Black students who have at least one Black teacher growing up um, are more likely to graduate from high school, enroll in college, and perform better academically uh, than those who don't. Yet there's still a lot of Black students in California who may not have a Black teacher uh, in their K-12 experience. 
how bad is the lack of black teachers in California? Can you give us some numbers in California and, in, and then also in specific districts like Oakland? Well, according to the California Department of Education, in the 2018-19 school year, 3.9% of public school teachers in the state, uh, that's around 12,000 teachers, were black. Meanwhile, black students made up 5.4% of the state's enrollment. That's 335,000 students. So there is a discrepancy. So we heard from Michael Oba earlier, and you interviewed him for EdSource. What kind of stories did he share with you about, you know, relating to black students and feeling like he he can make a difference? Michael's a very passionate teacher. Um, You know, this is his first year teaching at Oakland Unified. And he actually entered the profession because he wanted to make an impact on black students' lives. Um, And what he's found is that he is able to share a connection with his black students that they may not feel with other teachers. A student that I met like in the hallways crying one morning. And then I was like, why are you crying? And then he broke down and said, his life seems to be too much. It seems like whatever he's doing at the school, uh, um, it's not right that people are saying that he's not doing well, he's not perfect. And to see tears coming from his eyes right at that very moment, like really touched me hard. And I felt like um, he was able to break down and tell me what he was going through at that very moment because he looked like me and I looked like him. And I was able to like talk to the school counselors and then they were able to talk to him, uh, talk to him about the incident that, or the issues that she, uh, he was facing. Michael also shared a story about being able to connect with another black student, a young girl. So one of the students told me that sometimes she feels like she doesn't see a lot of African-American students around her. She doesn't see a lot of black people around her. And I felt like if I wasn't an African teacher here, I I felt like she wouldn't feel that comfortable telling me that. So then I used that opportunity to also connect with her that in the future, maybe once she graduates and she goes to college or whatever it is, she can come visit Ghana. Uh, We have a school there that she can come also volunteer at. And that connection, that conversation that we had, if I wasn't a black teacher here with that history, I don't think maybe she could have connected with me in that sense or to that level. Michael also said he could relate to other students, immigrant students from Latin America. Yeah, Michael's an immigrant himself from Ghana. And I think having that shared experience uh, is, is really special with some of his students. When they hear that you are from Africa, and also you're you are like a, a teacher of color, I think some of the stories overlap with their stories. So they are also able to open up. They ask me questions about Africa, about the wildlife, about the cities, and then they compare uh, the cities in Latin America to the cities in Africa. So we are able to like hit a very good chord in that sense with that conversation. So I felt like if it was, say, um, a person of, say, white background born in America who comes from a very uh, affluent family, I, I wonder if they could hit that chord of communication with them. Ali, what did, what did other teachers share with you? You know, I spoke to another teacher who had been in the profession for a lot longer. Uh, he spoke about some of the microaggressions that he's experienced being the only black teacher at his school. And from speaking with researchers and um, you know, district representatives, it's, he's definitely not alone in feeling those microaggressions. And that actually is one of the main reasons why black teachers leave the profession. Right. So it's not just um, 
preparing more black teachers, but also retaining them. Right. And and so tell me more about those efforts to retain black teachers. I know you mentioned um, something in your story about something called the invisible tax. So LA Unified is is trying to address the what's known as the invisible tax on black teachers. Uh, it's a term that's been in use for a few years now. Uh, refers to the pressure that a lot of black teachers face, uh, feeling subjected to stereotypes and discrimination by non-black coworkers, um, such as being assigned to handle disciplinary issues with black students um, or assumed to want to be involved in athletics, you know, based on stereotypes. Uh, that, that seems to be a large pressure on, on black teachers. That's what LA Unified was telling me. And they're trying to be mindful of that. Um, the district offers professional development opportunities for principals to be able to better identify when teachers are experiencing that. Um, and they're also creating space for black teachers to discuss this among themselves um, and share their experiences. What does the research say about the reasons behind the low numbers of black teachers? Well, I spoke to UC Berkeley Graduate School of Education Associate Professor Travis Bristol, uh, who also chairs the State Department of Education's Educator Diversity Advisory Group. He's considered one of the country's top researchers on this subject, and he told me that the problem is twofold. You know, one, there's an underrepresentation of black student teachers in teacher credentialing programs. And then the other is attrition um, because black teachers are leaving the profession oftentimes because they feel as though they're being discriminated against. Well, actually, Michael um, shared some of that with you, too. He talked about what it was like when he entered the teacher credentialing program. Um, can you share a little bit about that? Right. Well, Michael experienced that firsthand uh, when he was in the teacher credentialing program at Cal State East Bay. He was the only black teacher in his cohort. You were the only person of color in the whole cohort, right? Yeah. Doing science. Yeah. In, in the science department. How did that make you feel? Um, the people around me at my cohort, they were nice. They were amazing. Very welcoming, right? Um but you can't still help to feel like there's a pressure on you when you look around and you're the only black person out there, that you feel like you, you have to be perfect, that you are carrying uh, like uh, the, um, you are representing a, a lineage, a, 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 a whole group of people there. So then you are always like on the edge of, I gotta get to, uh, to do things right. Michael believes there should have been more black people in the program especially more black people who grew up in the U.S. I wasn't even a true African-American. I'm from like an African immigrant, right? And then I, I take the African-American box because I'm black and all of that and I'm there, right? And here I am. I even don't understand the American culture like an African-American would do. I am an immigrant. It's what it is. And yet I was the only African-American person out there representing. Michael says he has many African-American friends he thinks would be fantastic teachers. Phenomenal is the word he uses. But they struggle to get credentials. He has one friend who he plays soccer with who works as a substitute. I've seen him on the field with the students playing basketball like during recess time. And he's a phenomenal teacher. But why is he not in the classroom teaching? Why is he 
using like some sort of uh, long substitute certification to teach why, why is he not occupying that position as a permanent job. He wants it, but he doesn't have the qualification for it. He doesn't have it maybe because he didn't have a good teacher when he was young. And it's like a cascading effect. Ali, what is California doing about this and what are different school districts doing? Well, different school districts are, are taking on the problem differently. Um, one of the main things that uh, seems to be recommended and that OUSD and LA Unified are doing are, are doing like pipeline programs. So they're taking student teachers and also district employees and offering them support, scholarships, stipends, stuff like that to get them into teacher credentialing programs to become teachers. Not only is the state flush with cash right now, um, but there's also political willpower to prioritize the issue of uh, lack of black teachers. Governor Newsom has proposed building on last year's $2.9 billion investment in teacher preparation, retention, and training. Uh, his proposed budget includes more than $54 million to recruit teachers and uh, make it easier, easier for them to earn a credential. As for Michael Oba, despite beginning his teaching career in the middle of a pandemic, he says he's just getting started. I, I love it. It's, it's challenging, especially during COVID time. Most of the training that you get from, from school, it just throws them out of the window. So I think I've entered the teaching profession at a time that there are a lot of challenges, uh, but that hasn't diminished my, my love, and, and I mean it, my true love for teaching uh, in, in a bit. And I, I look forward to like really uh, improving. I know that I have a lot to, to learn, <laughs> like where the tie meet, meets the road, uh, I have a lot to learn, and I, I look forward to like learning a lot, but I still, love the, I still love the profession. You were inspired to go into this profession because you wanted to make a difference in black students' lives. Do you feel like you're doing that? I feel like I'm doing that. I feel like I'm totally doing that. I feel like I did that yesterday when a student was hungry and they were able to walk with me to Whole food and I got them a food. We were able to chit chat and talk about their family. That felt like next time they are coming to school, they know I'm gonna be there. They know we are gonna have a conversation. I think it's gonna lighten up the burden of walking to school or taking the bus, bus to school every single day, knowing that there's the potential of me and him having a conversation like that. So I think uh, every single day I'm having an impact. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Education Beat, getting to the heart of California schools production of EdSource. Our producer is Kobe McDonald. Special thanks to Michael Oba, Ali Tadion, and our director, Anne Vasquez. Our theme music is from Blue Dot Sessions. This episode was brought to you by the Dirk and Charlene Cabsonell Foundation. I'm Zadie Stavely. Join me next week and subscribe so you won't miss an episode.